on the air at News Radio 1070 WKOK and online at WKOK.com. This is WKOK Sunrise. Thank you so much for joining us on WKOK Sunrise. Mark Lawrence here, Rob Center in place at the producer's desk. We appreciate his help and hard work every day. On the news line with us now, we have Professor Andrew Stahl. He is an associate professor of environmental sciences, uh, studies and sciences at Bucknell University. He's working in particular with one student, Bethany Finch, a student researcher uh, who's in the class of uh, 2023, and we'll be talking to her in a few weeks. But uh, we have Dr. Stahl on the line. Good morning, sir. Thanks for calling in today. Morning, Mark. Thanks for having me. I do appreciate it. We are going to be starting to look into what you've been looking into for some time, and that is the upcoming anniversary of Hurricane Agnes, or you've just been studying it as a sort of a phenomenon and a social phenomenon, and um, we we do have an anniversary coming up with some activities and events that you're helping to coordinate. So, first of all, tell us about the Agnes anniversary that's coming up and the research that uh, you and Bethany are doing sure yeah well this year 2020 is actually the 48th anniversary of tropical storm or hurricane agnes from 1972 so we're looking at uh, late june when the storm came through our region june 21st to june 23rd as a time to think back and commemorate that storm uh, and the experiences the very different experiences that our area river towns and people had in it um, and as a historian, someone who loves the past and sees it as a reservoir of experience to learn from, I really hope we can kind of dive in to think about what can Agnes teach us today. Well, and I want to offer up uh, radio station participation because WKOK was on the air at that time and played a crucial role in trying to keep people informed. I was just a child then, so, but I certainly was a listener, and uh, we stayed tuned to WKOK the whole time, and that's how they conveyed important information uh, out. Why study the anniversary? I think local folks may want to observe it and make a note about it, but to dig into it uh, as a science or a social science or a uh, really an environmental studies uh, topic. Ex- explain why this falls right into that. Sure, sure. Well, I mean, I'm mostly interested in the storm and resulting flood itself, the actual event, how it transpired over several days in our region, and then the longer recovery. I think it's just with the anniversary coming up on our calendars in just a few weeks, it may be more top of mind for people than it typically is across the rest of the calendar year. And uh, truth to be told, uh, this is a long-term research project. We're going to be talking with people from a lot of different area river towns, diving into the documents that exist down at the state archive. Uh, and we're really looking forward, not just to this anniversary, but on the 50th anniversary in 2022, to be able to present out what we've learned and what we've heard, uh, to share the stories of Agnes with, with everyone. Uh, there's a lot to be learned. It was very much a defining moment for people who live here and for our valley itself. And uh, if we're being honest, some of the doers of that time, the adults and decision makers, the government leaders, uh, they're getting up in years. And so we want to talk with these people and and learn their wisdom and share it uh, before it's too late. Any similarities between our response to the current pandemic and our response to Agnes? Oh, that's a great, great question. I mean, sure, they're both crises. Right? They're both moments of exception where everything that's normal about our lives changes suddenly. I think the big difference 
uh, we're in a public health crisis now, and we all know practicing physical distancing and social distancing is a challenge, although it's necessary or has been necessary in this initial response to COVID-19. I think uh, with Agnes, you didn't have that fear of being near one another. And actually what we're learning, talking with folks, is jumping in and being right next to your neighbor to sandbag you know, a, a creek in your town, or to, to move someone's vehicle to high ground, or even to move appliances uh, from their basement or first floor up to higher levels. That's what they remember. Uh, they remember being next to their neighbors and, and being with people who are relative strangers. Uh, and the differences between them didn't matter. That's actually one of the huge lessons we learned is floods, for all the devastation they bring, all the, all the curse that they are, they're also a blessing for people to, to recognize each other's humanity and just to chip in as a community. Um, and so I think while that kind of physical distance is necessary today and, and wasn't in Agnes's time in 1972, something that uh, we can really take to heart now is, is look around at our communities with COVID-19 and see how people are just chipping in, see how people are, are working together um, to make sure that we're safe and we're healthy and that everyone's getting care. Um, I think that's the major lesson of, of a crisis, and it's a good lesson to keep in mind when things do get back to normal. Well, when you and I have more time, we'll sit down and talk about, uh, was there any similarity with the current second-guessing of uh, anybody who's an expert in the field of pandemic? Uh, was there any a lot of second-guessing back after Agnes? But uh, we will do that another time because we have uh, limited time today. Uh, anniversary events explains as June uh, 20th and 21st approach. Uh, some things you'll do and how, uh, how people can participate or get involved. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you for the time and opportunity to talk about this. So at Bucknell this coming academic year, we have a number of events scheduled. I want to let people listening today know about them and start to participate in them. So one event is we're going to solicit pictures from our community members, people who might have lived through the storm and, and had photographs or had photographs passed down to them of Agnes and its impact and recovery. And we'd like to make a big mural or exhibit and display it uh, on campus at Bucknell. And so there's a couple ways people can contribute those photos. If you have the capability to scan them, uh, you can create a digital copy and then email it to a Gmail address, agnesrevisited at gmail.com. Or you can also send a physical copy, and I can give the uh, the address either now or another time. But, oh, no, uh, now it's fine. We'll take, we'll take thank you. We'll take very good care of it, uh, and we'll have it sent back to you. So, uh, if you do have a physical copy, um, you can send it to Kathy Vinos. Her last name is V E N I O S, and she's at 25 Wilson Circle in Milton, uh, 17847. So it's Kathy Vinos at 25 Wilson Circle in Milton. 17847. And if you send them in by July 18th, we'll be able to scan them, make the mural, and then we'll invite the community to come check out those pictures. And, uh, you know, they say a thousand words, right? So pictures of people, pictures of places, um, before and after moments, how towns have changed, uh, in all spectrum of the change, good, bad, worse, even better. And so that's one of the ways we are inviting people to participate. What about oral histories? Yes, and so thanks for the prompt there. Yeah, that's a big part of our research, talking with folks. Um, and so in the fall, we, we are planning this 
big public storytelling event. Hopefully it can be in person and we can all feel safe to participate, but if not, we're planning a remote uh, event. And we are inviting folks who have Agnes stories uh, to come to Bucknell or join us and, and let us hear from you. Um, we know people play very different roles in communication and uh, just emergency response and providing shelter to folks and making the decisions of how we recover, relocate, or rebuild. Uh, so we want to hear those and, again, learn from that wisdom. And in, in October, October 29th, we'll have that storytelling event. Uh, and you can come in and share that. But actually, anytime before then, if people have a story, you can email that address and we will reach out. AgnesRevisited at gmail.com. Uh, Bethany and I are trained in, in doing oral histories, and we're, uh, we work with each person to make sure that we accurately collect their story and that we provide a transcript that reflects what they said. And up to them how we can use uh, it's always up to the interviewee if we use the information and research or share it publicly or store it in archives and libraries so that generations to come can make sure people's voices were heard. At the time for local residents, they were hit by the flood, uh, coped with it, survived. Most most people survived, and then all worked together and, and affected the cleanup. It was just something that had to be done. But for you as a researcher, it's phenomenal. Dig into why it was so exceptional in a public health and social manner. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, it's hard to believe this, but at its time, Agnes was actually the worst natural disaster in American history. Uh, when you consider the, the death toll and the property damage combined, and so just in Pennsylvania, there was two billion dollars of property damage in 2017 uh, figures, $2 billion in property damage. Uh, and that does not even include the property damage to croplands and agricultural lands. We're just talking about municipal infrastructure. Milton uh, had $29 million of property damage. And I'm just talking about property now. There's also 200,000 Pennsylvanians that were rendered homeless, you know, had to get out of their homes, leave their homes, go into um, you know, mobile homes or temporary housing. And then, of course, sadly, very sadly, 50 people in, in our state died. And so just those numbers um, speak to, with the exception of the storm, how traumatic it was. Um, when we think about its power naturally or as a force of nature, it was very different from previous storms. It kind of hovered over our region. It, it smashed into a cold front as it turned from the Atlantic Ocean, and it just kind of stalled over top of northern Pennsylvania, and it dropped more than two feet of rain in a very short period of time on an already soaked ground. And so those kind of conditions flooded our creeks and then flooded the Susquehanna itself. And our part of the Susquehanna River, the central kind of branch, you know, it experienced the, the flood in several ways. And I think the most damaging was actually the small tributaries, the creeks that ran through towns rather than the main stem of the river. Um, there, there's a kind of a back and forth on people who look back on Agnes and say, you know, was the damage part and due to uh, poor preparation or forecasting or because some of the communication lines were cut and people were looking for information and couldn't find it. And that's something that we're, we're sorting out. But one other thing that uh, we've seen is that people actually in local towns, they were very used to floods and they're very used to storms. 
And they did have measures to kind of prepare and, and protect themselves, like moving appliances up from the basement. And so when the call went out that a flood was coming, people felt, we can handle this. And that's not a bad feeling necessarily. But when you have a very unique and powerful storm that drops so much rain, the normal modes of preparing and, and weathering the storm weren't going to cut with Agnes. And I think those, are, those kind of reasons combined led to uh, the disastrous conditions that we see with Agnes. All right, well, we're going to have you back on the show, I believe, on uh, Monday the 22nd. I, I don't see the date in front of me, but you're definitely coming back on the show. We're going to talk more about this. We're going to do another interview, and we'll get uh, Bethany involved on the line, and we'll make sure that we get uh, even more details about this uh, phenomenon that was Agnes and this phenomenal response from the central Susquehanna Valley, and we'll hear more about your research and, and the findings uh, that you've had so far. Dr. Stoll, thank you so much for the information, and I look forward to talking to you again uh, in a couple weeks. Thank you so much for having me on, Mark. Do appreciate that. Uh, Dr. Andrew Stoll, Associate Professor of Environmental Studies and Sciences at uh, Bucknell University. Uh, he has a co-researcher that we must name throughout, Bethany Fitch, a student researcher in the class of 2023. And we are going to be talking to them both again uh, in the weeks ahead on WDK. Okay.